0: Thank you for listening to this new episode of the podcast, By the Still Water. It is our intent that these messages be an encouragement in your search for the God of heaven. Thank you for listening. The word is suave. In English, the word suave means courteous and elegant, gracious or sophisticated. But in French, it has other meanings. Anna Abelson sent a telegram to her brother in Paris. The cable simply read, Suave, Carpathia. In English, this message is practically meaningless, but in the context of Anna Abelson's life, it meant everything. Anna Abelson was a young woman born in Odessa, Russia. Her home had been torn apart by violence and prejudice. She was married to a young man named Samuel. He was a tailor, and Anna was a dressmaker, and they worked side by side. They were young and were looking to start a new life in a new land. They were headed to New York, where some friends of her father's promised to help them get started. It might be assumed that since Samuel and Anna were in the fashion business that the telegram using the word suave might have something to do with their business success. But the message was not about business, but about life. The message that Anna sent to her brother in Paris was to let him know she was alive. You see, Samuel and Anna had been traveling to New York aboard the brand new ocean liner Titanic. Somehow, Anna had been one of the women and children that had been loaded into the lifeboats. Sadly, Samuel had not. He was one of the 2,000 individuals lost when the Titanic sank. She had been picked up by the ship Carpathia, one of the few that had responded to titanic's call for help upon rescue she was wearing a nightgown and was wrapped in a deck blanket from the titanic she had been allowed to send only one short message to her loved ones the message to her brother in paris was simply said saved carpathia if someone survived such an event what would the importance of the meaning of the word saved be to them In Isaiah 40, it begins, Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak kindly to Jerusalem and call out to her that her warfare has ended, that her iniquity has been removed. In the context of the statement above is a much bigger disaster than Titanic. The city of Jerusalem would be destroyed in three separate attacks by the Babylonians, where tens of thousands would be killed Or captured in the first attack the young man Daniel would be taken prisoner and taken back to Babylon in the second the prophet Ezekiel would be taken to a forced labor camp in the third attack the remaining population would either be killed or scattered to the countryside the city would be burned and the walls knocked down the city would not be habitable was this the end of the Jewish people Well, the interesting part is that the message that begins, Comfort, O comfort my people, was written about a hundred years before Jerusalem was destroyed. Yet the words are telling the people of Jerusalem that they will not be forgotten by God. Even though in their minds, Jerusalem was lost. The promise of God regarding Abraham and Moses and David and what was going to happen was still valid. The prophet Isaiah talks about judgment. For their disobedience, but also about promises of redemption. All of this long before the Babylonian army marched against the city. Picture for a moment seeing the huge army of Babylon camped outside the gates of Jerusalem. It must have been like a waking nightmare. This was a people that had largely dismissed the sacred writings of Moses and the prophets for other gods. Later in the 40th chapter of Isaiah, the writer says, To whom will you liken God? Or what likeness will you compare him? As for the idol, a craftsman casts it, a goldsmith plates it with gold, and a silversmith fashions chains of silver. He who is too impoverished for such an offering selects a tree that will not rot. He seeks out for himself a skillful craftsman to prepare an idol that will not totter. Think of the comparison. The poor man picks out a piece of wood and gives it to a carver to shape into an idol. You might have to trim the feet of the idol because it keeps wobbling and trying to fall over. The image is one of weakness and foolishness. Isaiah makes it clear that the unstable wooden idol would not be the one to save them from the mighty army camped outside the walls. And the mighty army was camped outside the walls because the people had abandoned the God of Heaven. Think about what it must have been like to be shivering in the cold as they watched the mighty ship Titanic sink. It was the best that could be constructed at the time, larger and faster than any other ship before it. Yet, for all of their confidence in the ship, Anna Abelson lost her beloved husband as the ship went down. That is a lesson that is repeated many times in the Bible. Peter expresses this when he pleads with those that had killed Jesus, be saved from this perverse generation. In the context of Peter's statement, he had been talking to the very people that had taken part and witnessed the crucifixion of Jesus. They had gone to the Roman governor, Pontius Pilate, to have Jesus publicly executed. But the story of the empty garden tomb was also well known in Jerusalem, and the story had begun to circulate that Jesus was alive. These people that had been the enemies of Jesus, Peter was offering to them a lifeboat. Peter told them what the meaning of all that was that they had seen and heard. He had pleaded with them to be rescued from what they had done. There are a couple of elements here that needed to be factored into this image. One is a clear understanding that there was a need to be rescued. For the people of Jerusalem, A few generations after Isaiah's writing, they would see the smoke of a burning city, hear the cries of those that had lost loved ones or had been taken as prisoners of war. The mighty walls of Jerusalem had failed them. They would need the rescue of the God of heaven. When Peter's message of the resurrection had been spoken in many languages, Peter told them, Peter told those that were gathered that the politics and religion of the day had failed them. They needed the rescue of the God of heaven. Now, that choice is often a hard one to make. Think of Anna Abelson. How hard would it have been to step off of a 50,000-ton ship in the darkness and step onto a small wooden boat? But the evidence was there. The call had gone out to abandon ship. The ship was tilting and getting lower in the water. She had to make a choice. She made the choice and found safety. The God that had made the promise through Isaiah to bring Jerusalem back to life fulfilled his promise. The rescue of those that had responded to Peter's message that day was accomplished by the same God. We can be rescued from the death by the same God and because of the same promises. He has proven his faithfulness time and again. Listen to how Isaiah describes this moment again, also from Isaiah chapter 40. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary, and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youth grows weary and tired, and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet Those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. This is the God that promised Jerusalem would rise. This is the God that made the promise to rescue those that heard Peter that day. This is the God that does not need to be propped up to keep from falling over this is the god that has made the promises to us as well he offers strength and hope he offers rescue it is this question that drives this podcast do you not know have you not heard some years later anna abelson married a man named edward bolton they lived in arizona then she and her husband retired to florida she and her husband both passed away in 1972. It is believed that she was buried with the deck blanket she saved from that horrible night. Anna wrote saved in her telegram. We need to be able to say the same thing in the struggles and the failures and the disasters and the pressures of our life. We need to understand that that telegram can also, for us, read Saved. Thank you for listening to this episode of By the Still Water. It is our desire that these messages reflect the true Word of God. If you would like to reach us, you can reach us by email at ByTheStillWater2024 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Buy the Stillwater podcast. Please consider subscribing. This will alert you to new episodes when they are made available. Again, thank you for listening.